Let's take this first shot. Let's do it. Shot one. Oh my God. Shot two. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh. Shot, shot three. three. See, I'll admit the third one's a little rough. I'm it was a little rough. Don't you do it. My mouth is watering. <laughs> That's the first side. This is three shots in. I'm fucking drunk. Hello, welcome back to three shots in. This is episode 38. I'm Jess. I'm Jake. And today we're talking about offspring. Offspring, like babies or kids. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, like like little infant babies, and I guess offspring doesn't need to be like a little infant baby, right? It could be like you know, like a full grown adult, or like the band. Oh, like the band Offspring could be the band. What was that song? My friend's got a girlfriend, and he hates that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Love that song. Yeah, uh, I mean, you could do that. That's that's about it. Baby yeah. babies, kids, people who are the kids who are adults now, but are the kids of someone significant, I guess. Right. It's about all I can think of. But I mean, that's still fairly broad. Or you can talk about like, you know, all the new mattresses now, they're off spring. They don't have springs anymore. Springs are out. Oh, I thought you were saying like, like they're on sale now that spring is over. Oh. That kind of thing. Okay. No? Okay. You can go swimming now that we're off spring. Yeah. I get it. Like, no, oh, no, 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 it's cool. I'll come visit you around Easter time because I'm offspring. Mm, okay. You could twist it. You could find ways if you got creative enough. Mm-hmm. Also, you can technically, I feel like you can get away with uh, making some splooge jokes with offspring, you know? Because it's springing off. It's technically not a, a full offspring, but it's half of one. Well, that's what's Blasting funny. right there. Bam. <laughs> that's what's you know? funny about that word is that it basically is like what has sprung out of your penis. Your loins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your, your kids, you know, that's where they started from, your balls. I don't have they, kids. They sprung out off of the tip of your dick into a vagina and became children. At least that was always my interpretation. <laughs> I saw a cartoon once that told me all of this. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Schoolhouse Rock? No, it was like, remember fifth grade or something? Like- so this is puberty. <laughs> I don't remember any cartoons. <laughs> Johnny sprouting hairs. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing, you know, those like anatomy diagrams where it's a body cut in half sideways so you can yeah. see things. I saw a flaccid penis cut in half sideways uh-huh. and it showed me like little ball sack and all the little tubes on the inside. All that Do you stuff. remember in like seventh or eighth grade when we had to watch the fucking like birthing documentary? And it's yep. that like nasty, like hippie couple. It's super fucking like hairy. The whole thing was cringe. <laughs> like it, her baby is like climbing out yeah. of like her bush. Like he looked like a gargoyle. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> as the dad is there just making whale noises. I don't remember whale noises. He makes whale noises to the baby <laughs> while it's in her little, her big old belly. Yeah. I don't remember that. I remember thinking, I don't want to be staring directly at this. Like, this is too intimate of a thing to be watching a stranger do. I feel like that bitch had more hair (laughs) (laughs) over her vagina than I have on my head. Like, that was a forest. It's a lot of hair. Yeah. Well, speaking of people who are more than likely not hairy, they're very clean and trimmed and hot. Our patrons, Jessica, our patrons. Oh, oh, our patrons. Got it. Sure. 
Um, I don't think all of them are hot. I'm not going to lie. I think all of them are handsome people, beautiful and handsome. Okay. Well, that's hot in England, right? Aren't they ugly as shit over there? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. That don't... was for you, English people. Email us. You're such a silent audience. <laughs> that's true. We see you're there, but no one's saying anything. Emily Blunt. Emily She's Blunt. English. Mm-hmm. And you're a fan of hers. She had to leave, though. She married an American. She did, but that's a coincidence. Mm. She would have probably. He's like, like peak American too. John is Krasinski. Is he peak American? He's like, well, I what don't does know. What does that even mean? I don't know. Like if, if I had to, if I had to put an American in front of the world and be like, this is what Americans look like. Yeah. It'd be John Krasinski. No, not me. No? No. What? Tom Cruise? McConaughey. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. I, I'll take McConaughey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sitting there drinking a scotch. Yeah. Smoking a cigar. <laughs> <laughs> he cruises in in his Lincoln Town car. <laughs> Hell yeah. So our patrons, Jessica, you going to- Our patrons, yes. Mom and dad, Terry and Danny, Sweet Sam, Ricky, TJ, David, Jeremy, Abria, Thomas, and Flash. Thank you guys so much once again. You guys are the best and we love you. Incredible, incredible. And I'm so proud that- uh, Flash, he sent in an audition for Wet Hot Allosaurus Summer by Lola Faust, the right. very first Three Shots In Presents mm-hmm. production. Um, and uh, he made the cut. He did. Mm-hmm. He did, I heard. Yeah. Yes, this is your project, and I gave you full control over it. Oh, so. you did? Mm-hmm. Thank you yeah. for giving me that, for allowing me to have control over it and do everything. I really appreciate it. This is This is your project. Jessica. Uh-huh. No, that's great. Thank the you. Next, Thank the you next, for giving me permission to do it. The next three shots in presents will be my project. Oh, it will be a when's porno. That, when's that going to happen? It will be a porno. Soft core. We don't show anything like less than Game of Thrones porn. You know, is it just like implied and there's like shadows on the wall and stuff? <gasps> yes. Hand puppets. <laughs> <laughs> the whole three shots in presents will be hand puppets. Well, that's all you. Thanks. Um, anyway, yeah, thank you guys. And now, I mean, do you want to move into updates? We got to talk about shots of, yeah, we got to talk about our shots and drinks and then we'll hit the updates and then move in. So for shots, we had the good old 1800 Cristalino Añejo tequila. Yes. And it was good, but I was apparently not in a tequila mood today. So it it kind of bit me. I feel like I liked it better last time. It's still really good. Like you can you can taste the quality of the tequila. Yes. And we'll never buy it again because for the price of this one bottle, I can get two giant El Himidors. Yes, the quality of this Cristalino was wasted on us. I can appreciate that it's quality. I can yeah. taste the quality and I'm enjoying the quality, but I will never again spend. Well, I didn't spend on we this didn't one. We did in the first place. And I never <laughs> will spend on yeah. that kind of quality again. Nah, pass. Ever is what I mean. Um, For drinks... Uh, Jessica went a little harder than me today. I have a Mike's Harder Lemonade, original flavor. You said harder lemonade? Yeah, it's Mike's Harder Lemonade. Is that just higher on the intensity scale than a Mike's Hard Lemonade? Well, like a Mike's Hard Lemonade, it's hard, right? Like, don't get me wrong. (laughs) Okay. Okay, but a Mike's Harder Lemonade, it really just fills your hand. This is just so hard. Fighting you on the way down, too. Uh, Like, just really... Like stretching your throat. Like I might have a bruised 
esophagus. esophagus. Oh, wow. After drinking the Mike's Harder Lemonade. It's crazy. I didn't yeah. notice anything <laughs> when last time I had one. Well, that's because your throat is has seen some damage. So Whatever. At least I took it like a champ. That's all Whatever. I'm saying. Anyway, what are you drinking over there? I got some water over here. Oh, shoot. You got some water? Yeah, it's some just, wah-wah? Just some water. Mm, some H2O? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How's it taste? Tastes like water. Oh, look at that. Very hydrating, refreshing. Yeah, you didn't add any, like, flavors or anything? No lemon juice? Nope. Liquid IV? Nothing? Nope. Just water. Huh. Yeah. I got a little filter back there. Maybe a little vodka in there? Yeah. A couple just, ice cubes? Just water. Just some yeah. water in here. Anyway. Anyway. Updates. Updates. We have updates to give. 10 words or less. You know the rules. Go. Embarrassed to say truly was the most shocking finale ever. The Bachelorette? Yeah, I got real drunk and watched The Bachelorette (laughs) with Danny Uh uh, and Luke and Albert. And uh, it it truly was shocking. Yeah. Uh, One of the relationships, there were two Bachelorettes this round. One of them didn't work out, you know, shocker. Um, but because homeboy cheated within like a couple of weeks of the show being over and then the producers being the amazing nipple rubbing bastards that they are (laughs) managed to convince them to have their confrontation about it on camera. Oh my God. Jessica, it was incredible. It was so good watching like these two people just tear their lives apart, like word by word. It was, it was amazing. Highly recommend it. The Bachelorette. No, no, no. That part. Just specifically the extra bonus episode of them fighting about him cheating on her. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. Because, dude, homie, it was amazing. He was he was gaslighting her. Like the can tell like on camera, he's sitting there gaslighting her. And like she can kind of she can kind of like see that that's happening, but then like you see her still like kind of get like hurt Aww. by it and she says more things. And then he gets like upset and so he leaves. And like tries to cover his microphone, but it doesn't work. And so he's outside and you you hear every word he's saying. It's hilarious. And then he comes back in and just tries to gaslight again. And she's, they just go back and forth. It was incredible. And I highly recommend it. And then they managed to convince him to come back during like the live thing. And they had a live interview together. And it was amazing. He was so uncomfortable. Everyone hated him. He got booed when he was walking out by the live audience. It was great. Wow. Second half of the show, you know, they were all happy and whatever, and it was boring and I didn't like it. But that that first part. Was fun for you? Oh, it was so much fun watching just lives being destroyed. Okay. Okay. Um, caught up on laundry folding. Excited for horror game mosquitoes. Wow. That, that last one came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, they did. So real quick, did I hear whore game? Sorry, what do you, I don't understand. Can you spell it? Which one do you mean? So. Are you saying horror? Like, like the scary genre. Okay. That's what you said. That is what I said. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I didn't hear the second R in there or the third R. I only heard one R. I thought you said whore. 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 A whore game. There's whore. Right. And there's horror. Horror is what I said. Yeah, I didn't hear that. I heard horror game. I'll just say horror. Horror. <laughs> <laughs> um, caught up unfolding my laundry. Self-explanatory. I'm very happy about it. Uh, caught or really excited about a horror game. I just started playing a game called Amnesia. Oh, I've heard about it. The Dark Descent. Yeah. Slow burn, and it the you know it's an older game, but I'm enjoying it. The story is fun. 
Um, and it has been very creepy, but more more of a intriguing slow burn than a scary game so far. Okay. Had creepy moments, really creepy moments and good ones. But yeah, I'm enjoying it. Right on. Mosquitoes. Uh, yeah. They have declared war on me. Mm. I have like three bites on one hand and like four on each foot and ankle. I have one in my arm that has been bothering me like crazy and I've been scratching it for days and it will not go away. Yeah. I hate them. I cannot wait for winter when they are all exercised off of the planet Mm -hmm. and sent back to Hades. They are my nemeses. Nemeses. Nice. I hate them a lot and they know it. That's why they target me specifically. Mm -hmm. They want that zesty former Hispanic blood. They can tell. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm maybe my blood, like they're realizing, you know, we expected Mexican. That's not what this tastes like. And so they slurp on my blood through their little nose straws and they're like, whoa, you know, this tastes like, I don't know, what's a Spanish dish? Tapas or something. Tapas. (laughs) (laughs) You're stupid. What? Why the fuck was tapas the thing that popped into your fucking head? It's the only Spanish dish I can think of, which by the way, it's not a dish. Tapas tapas is is just like appetizers, right? It's- like instead of one big meal, it's a like a bunch of dishes of things on a table and you eat them like family like style. Like finger food. Family style, yeah, kind of <laughs> like that. Stupid tapas. Well, Jessica, to tapas all off. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. Please cut that. Maybe don't. I don't know. <laughs> I'll leave it. I'm going to spin the wheel. Okay. All right, this is a fun one. Ready? Oh, Sure. What isn't a cult, but it feels like a cult? Wow, like a lot of things. A lot of things. I'm realizing. I'm about to say a lot of things with one thing. Okay, go ahead. Uh, People who are really into like reality shows. Yeah. That's so culty to me. Like Bachelor Nation. The Price is Right. Oh, Oh, those are game shows. That's a game show. I'm talking reality show. Like, Like Bachelor Nation, right? They're all, oh, the whole nation is watching Bachelor. The fact that- the Kardashians are like headline news every single day. The Kardashians fans. Yeah. What that's the a, fuck? That's a cult for sure. Fucking real housewives. Of anything. Love and hip hop. Uh, CrossFit. Oh, it's, I'm sorry. I'm changing it. I'm adding my own things. Yeah. Was that your answer? No, I was like, I, I don't think like, I've seen a no, reality show about CrossFit. I know a lot of things Okay, uh, that are culty. I'll just hold back. You go ahead. You finish. No, no, no. I'm good. I was just giving examples. I agree. Reality yeah. TV watchers. Oh my God. Like fucking dance moms. Ugh. People were obsessed with that. It's gross. Really gross. It's gross. And you know, I was kind of bummed because I watched uh, a reality game show. It was uh, Dancing with the Stars for yeah. the first time ever. Yeah. And no one fell. Like it wasn't, I was, I was wanting to see people fall and like really suck. And they were just dancing and it was lame as shit. I was pretty bummed. American Idol was a, t- a cult for a while. Oh uh, yeah, it was. A little, it was a little culty. I wonder sure. how many people got like Carrie Underwood tattoos while she was still on the show or like- Kelly they, Clarkson. They thought Daughtry was going to win. And so they got like <laughs> Daughtry's number one on yeah. their arm or some shit. And then he came in like eighth place or some shit. Sure. Embarrassing. Yeah. Um, well, if, as far as things I can think of that are culty, I mentioned CrossFit. Yeah. Very culty. Um, in my opinion, scuba divers, very culty. Culty. Okay. Um, Let's see. Oh, people who 
who go on their like, you know, like they like speed walk. Yes. But they do it through the mall. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's a cult right there. I've never heard of that. Uh-huh. Old women do it. They just power walk through the mall? Through the mall. And they're oh. like track suits. Why? Because it's air conditioned. I don't fucking know. It's weird. Yeah. It's cold. Get a treadmill. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, anyway. Oh, um, uh, people who go to like tanning salons like mm, every day. Yeah. Cult. Tanning people. Yes. That, um, um, you know, in all fairness, people who play D&D can be a little culty. Oh, they can. Yeah. They can. Bronies. Bronies are culty. Oh, super culty. What do we mean by cult? Do we just mean like weirdly clicky and exclusive? And like totally making sacrifices to like Satan. Oh, oh, huh. Okay. Well, I might have to change my answers. (laughs) Who's watching The Bachelorette and making sacrifices to Satan? I guarantee someone is. Sure. Making a sacrifice to Satan so that, you know, DeMarcus doesn't go home and instead she gives her rose to him and not Ezekiel because <laughs> because Ezekiel is a dirty cheat and we see it in Bachelor Nation, but, but the girl doesn't see it because she's not watching it. So. Okay. People do some weird shit, dude. I'm, you know, I, I got it. And maybe, maybe sacrificing to Satan is a metaphor. Oh, okay. For sacrificing something in your life for the sake of continuing to watch something. Mm, yes. Um, you know, like your dignity or friendships or mm-hmm, maybe your marriage. Maybe. Maybe. Um, I mean, people who love football, especially around here, they choose a football team and if you like the opposing team, then like- Like they'll murder you. Your friendship's at stake. Yeah, like they'll kill you in the parking lot. The fact that you can't show up like at a stadium because you bought tickets and want to sit next to your friends and family, but you're wearing the opposite side's jersey and you have to worry about getting your ass kicked. Or everyone like everyone throws their drinks and they're Fucking like you. stabbed or some shit because mm-hmm. like that's happened before. Oh yeah. That's a cult for sure. Mm-hmm. I would rather go to prison than allow you to wear this jersey in front of me. Well, first of all, how dare you? Second of all, you can't wear that jersey You're anymore not allowed. <laughs> because it has holes in it. And so do you, bitch. <laughs> yeah. So that sound logic. Yeah. Very weird. Very weird. There are a lot of things out there that are culty. I mean, look at like the people who are obsessed with like UFOs. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. flat earthers are kind of culty. Oh, super culty. Yeah. Yeah. People who hate flat earthers can be really culty. Mm. Like in their union against flat earthers. Oh my God. Like, like. Polar opposite, the like, na- like bleed NASA, right? Like I cut my veins and I am, I'm bleeding NASA because I love it so much. Yeah. And every, I, I know every single launch that they're doing and when it's happening and blah, 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 blah. Stupid, cult. Mm-hmm. Well, like to the extent that like, I know a friend of ours has this like, he gets his jollies. I'm sure you know who I'm talking about by like debating something he doesn't give a shit about just for the sake of debating it. Right. Like devil's advocate, that kind of guy. He likes just arguing. Yes. Yes, he does. And so he was, he and another friend of ours were at like, I don't know, they're getting breakfast at some diner and they start talking about flat earth. And he's like, well, have you looked into it? And starts like, it's part of his thing, pretending like he buys into it. But he starts talking about all the like evidence that they offer. And he's, it's like, like setting, you know, a, setting up a volleyball for someone else to spike it. Like he's waiting for our other friend to argue his point against it. There Mm -hmm. are a lot of points to be made. And someone who had nothing to do with their conversation 
just overheard what they were talking about, got up from their table and walked over to where he was sitting and like got way too close to his face. And they were like, what is it? It was like a comment of something like, like, I hope you never breed. And then they just like walked away. That's kind. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Thanks. (laughs) Okay. We're not going to get deep into it. Okay. But all of the flat earth stuff, when it's written down on paper, sure, maybe it makes sense, right? Like you can, you can understand some of it. If it could be But then the, mo- the moment that you look away and you actually think, it's gone. It's over. Well, but that's just it like, though. Like they've, tests have been done. Oh, I mean, we won't, like I said, we won't get into it. But You're I- talking about when the flat earthers proved that the earth was round? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I don't know. I've been really high up in the sky before and I saw a curve. Yeah. I, I don't know. But that's, how do you even know that's a real window? Well, I wasn't inside a window at all. I wasn't inside anything. I was just up in, in the plane. air. No, I wasn't in a plane either. Okay. Well, how do you know that you even went up that high? How do you know that you didn't get gassed and knocked out on the third <laughs> floor and that's all a dream? <laughs> that's true. Maybe it. Maybe NASA's that committed mm-hmm. to confusing me. Yep. Because they, they, have, they have so much to gain <laughs> from us thinking that the earth is round when it isn't. Yeah. All well, right. all right. Well, Jess, it is time for you to talk about offspring. Yes. Now, when I thought about offspring. You thought about like, what if a, a drug was called spring? You're like, nah, man, I'm offspring. Like I'm no longer doing this drug. Yeah. I'm off it. No, I'm no, offspring. I, I didn't think about that. Okay. I just thought about, you know, offspring, kids. Sure. And I was like, okay, we're working up to Halloween. Spooky season has begun. The first day of fall was either today or is tomorrow. I can't remember. Right. It is upon us. And so I would really like to, you know, find something as creepy as possible to talk about. And so I looked up spooky things that have happened either to children or involving children, specifically like, you know, spooky ghosty things. Oh, ghosty things? Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, like hauntings. Okay. Yeah, I was interested in that. I took a look at some. And I found some pretty good ones. Most of them are fairly low key. Let's just get into it. Sure. Do you remember you used to name your stories? Yeah, I used to give them stupid ass titles. Yeah, I didn't give them stupid ones. I just gave them titles. Okay. This one is Catch. Catch, okay. I've always been fairly skeptical, but I've never completely written off the existence of ghosts or spirits. I believe that there are happenings on this earth that cannot be logically explained. I volunteered to watch the little kids of my church while their parents were out volunteering. Our church meets in the community center, so that's where I was watching the kids. There were only three that day, one baby and two two two-year-olds who were a boy and a girl. The center cleared out. Uh, The parents of the kids had dropped them off and they left to do their thing. It was just me and one other volunteer. She had the baby in a side room, trying to put him down for a nap. He'd been fussy, so she was off somewhere quiet with him. I had the two two two-year-olds in the main room. Okay, sounds terrible. I remember having this weird feeling. You know that feeling when someone's standing right behind you? Yes. Like really close. It was like that the whole time. Mm. I chalked it up to just being jumpy. Maybe it was something about being in the building alone. Anyway, the kids and I were sitting on the floor and rolling a ball back and forth to one another when the boy stood up and he wanted to throw it instead. Okay. There too, this is pretty much the only thing we can do that's exciting for them. So we all stood up and 
He got really excited and tried to throw me the ball, but he did it in that toddler way where they back up a little too far and then they kind of like charge at you to compensate for the space. Okay. <laughs> like, And then just spike it into the floor. Throw it way too hard and it goes off somewhere crazy. So he ran toward me and threw it and the ball went flying off somewhere up behind me. I did not hear a bounce. Ah. The two kids look, looked at each other and started giggling. I whirled around and that's when the ball bounced. Like someone had dropped it or like... It had just been sitting there mid-air behind me until I turned around to look at it. Huh. The kids were still laughing. They started pointing and saying what sounded to me like the man, the man. I wasn't scared, but it freaked me out. Nothing else like that happened after that. Not that day and not since. Interesting. What was this story called? What'd you call it? Catch. Catch. Hmm. A little ooh, spooky. Ooh, spooky. Just yeah. a little spooky. Yeah. Why, why was Ghost Man catching balls standing like right up on her ass like the whole time she was there too Mm -mm. horny ass ghost (laughs) next i call this one paranoid with a question mark Mm -hmm. okay i'm a homemaker now a stay-at-home mom when my baby was just a few months old i had my mom over we're casually talking about the baby the baby's room when she suggested that i move the baby into the next room over i asked why and she stated that the other room was more comfy and that there might be something in the nursery, quote unquote. Ew. Hearing something like that would have freaked me out no matter what, but it did especially because I had never talked to my mom about how uneasy the room made me feel too. Before the room was a nursery, it was my craft room, but I didn't like being in there so much. I really never stayed in it for long enough to do anything. Right. And there's this mirror in there that the previous tenant left that's drilled into the studs, and I hate it. Every time I walk past it, it feels like if I look at it, I'm gonna see something in it that I'm not supposed to. Oh, I hate that. And I do, and I never see anything, but that feeling just kind of lingers. Mm -hmm. And it's gotten to the point that now I just avoid looking at it when I walk past it. I've asked my husband to take it down and donate it or throw it out or something, but it's a nice enough mirror and he likes it, and he thinks I'm just being fussy and paranoid. A few months ago, I was in the nursery feeding the baby. The dog was in the nursery with me, laying at my feet, and she started whimpering and staring at the door to the bedroom. I had left the door standing open, and as I look up at it, it banged against the wall. Huh. Not violently, but it moved fast enough that it startled me and, it, and the dog too, and I knew what my husband would say, and there was no draft that could have moved it, I checked, but guess what's on the wall behind it? Is it the mirror? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Having written all of this down now, I think I'm just going to get rid of it. Yep. I'll say sorry when he gets home. <laughs> Listen, you slam that door all the way and be like, oh, wow, sorry, Oops. husband. A giant draft came in and just shattered the mirror. So strange. Gotta go now. Right. Gross. Okay. I've got a couple more. Okay. Next, I call imaginary. Mm, I'm already not a fan. When I was younger, I had an imaginary friend who lived in this massive antique dresser. I vividly remember him telling me stories, although I have no recollection of what they were. I remember one day talking to my parents about it. My dad traveled quite a bit, so he wasn't up to date with what I was into as a kid. And when I started telling him about my dresser buddy, he wanted to know his name. And I don't remember what it was, but it was something really simple 
and innocent sounding like Peter or something. But I can still see in my mind him going absolutely white in the face when I told him. I then drew a picture of Peter for him. The very next day, my dad and my uncle took the dresser out and they burned it. Mm. It wasn't until a few years later that I found out my dad's little brother, my uncle, who had helped him move the dresser, also had the same friend with the same name who lived in the same antique dresser. Ah. After a few months of typical imaginary friend stuff for him, my uncle started having night terrors and couldn't sleep because of Peter. It got so bad that they had to move him out of his room before he managed to get back to normal. Ah, wow. Spooky. That's gross. Peter's an asshole. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then my last one is my own little ghost story. <gasps> Ooh, notes down. You've heard it, though. That's okay. So my own little ghost story, um, Terry's mother has moved in with us. Right. We gave her our bedroom. Not a big deal. We're hoping to move as soon as possible, but that hasn't happened yet. So for now, we're sleeping in the living room. I've moved to the dining room since, but it used to be before we rearranged the furniture so that Terry could have a nice like desk area out there. Right. That the living room was mostly the couch and the TV, and he had a smaller desk off to the side. Right. You remember, because uh-huh. you lived here. I was here. I synced it. Uh-huh. So there was this one night... I had a blow-up mattress on the floor. Terry sleeps on the couch because it's good for his back. And um, I kind of, like, I kind of woke up. Didn't really seem like it was because of anything in particular, but it was enough that, like, I was able to open my eyes and kind of, like, you know how you do that? You'll open your eyes real quick to gauge what time it is. Yeah. I did that, and I just planned on rolling over anyway and going back to sleep, and it was, like, like just before the sun was coming up, so, like, the light was blue. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. You can see that color, right? Okay, fuck you. Yes. (laughs) It was almost dawn. Yes. So it was a little bluish, but mostly really dark. And um, I saw Dean, who's my youngest son, who is five, sitting in Terry's computer chair, which was where the mattress was positioned. It was up near my head. Okay. So, you know, I kind of shifted around and looked up and saw feet dangling off of Terry's chair, little feet. And I look and there's Dean sitting in his chair. Um, And it's dark, you know, so I can't really see what he's doing. I just see that he's sitting there. And I tell him to go back to bed. And, you know, I hear the creaking, like, of the chair he gets off. And um, I roll over and close my eyes, but I feel him, like, climb onto the blow-up mattress. Okay. And I feel him shifting side to side. Like, I can feel him kind of shuffling across it, you know? And my, it's it's an air mattress, so I'm... I'm moving side to side as he's moving. And I thought he was going to come lay down with me because he does that sometimes. But he didn't. He crawled right past me all the way to the foot of the bed and then got up. And just as he does that, I like almost shit my pants because that night the kids weren't in the house. Gross. I've never heard this before. I thought I told you. No. The kids weren't home. They were staying with you. You had already moved in with Danny. Oh, the boys used to sleep over. Yeah. Like every weekend. Yeah. It was one of those weekends they were with you because this bedroom that used to be yours, we'd already converted into theirs. Mm -hmm. And so I saw a boy and I feel the weight against the mattress and I'm shaking and everything. Like it feels like it's my son and he crawls. Finally, the like realization hits me. There are no children in the house. And so I gasp and like throw myself up and look at the foot of the bed 
and he's still standing there. It's not Dean. It's a boy though. It's a child, like his height, all black. He stops for just a split second and then sprints full speed down the hallway all the way to the kid's bedroom. And I hear his feet slapping against the uh, laminate. And so I chased him down the hallway into the kid's bedroom and it's silent and it's empty and there's nobody in it. Their toys are scattered around exactly where they left them. Neither of them are in their beds. No one's in the room. And then I woke up. And then you woke up. Fuck (laughs) you. Gross. But when I woke up, it was the same exact setting as when the dream started. It was wee hours of the morning just before the sun came up and the light was blue and everything was shadows. And I still had that feeling, like that panic. And that was it. Huh. Yeah, figures that it ran back to my former bedroom Mm -hmm. where the kids are now. Yes. I fucking hated that room. (laughs) (laughs) I know. You've told a couple of stories on this podcast about that room. Yes, I have. Gross. But what about you? Nothing's going on in the new apartment with Danny? You guys Uh, have been there about a year? Yeah, a little over a year. There's there's been some things, you know. I remember you told the story about your little little uh, figurines. They had the figures turning sideways. Like turning sideways. You told that one. I think that's it. I don't remember you telling me anything other than that. There hasn't been anything. Like, I mean, you know, hear like footsteps and stuff, but I'm in an apartment. There's a lot of people. So a lot of people with kids too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That was nasty. So thanks for that. You're welcome. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> I guess we'll we'll go to break and eat some naan and, and hummus. hummus. And also, I mean, would you care for a discounted pride Oreo? I don't think I want a discounted pride Oreo right now. Why not? But maybe after I'm done eating my naan and my hummus, I would like one or two discounted pride Oreos. Okay. They were clearanced now that pride month is over. Yeah. No one cares anymore, and they <laughs> they clearance the shit out of those Oreos. <laughs> and we're reaping all the benefits. <laughs> all right, this is my audition tape for whatever the fuck you're doing. Um, I watched a documentary, a boxing documentary, a few weeks ago. And uh, I would like to recreate my scene. You ain't gonna believe this, but you used to fit right here. I would hold you up and tell your mother, this kid's gonna be somebody nobody ever knew. And you did. You grew up, you grew up strong and you grew up good. I got to watch you every day. It was like a privilege. And you went out and you became your own man and you did good. But somewhere along the line, you forgot who you are. You let people start sticking a finger in your face and telling you you're no good. You started looking for somebody to blame every time anything went wrong. Let me tell you something. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a mean and nasty place. And I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is gonna hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you can hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How many hits you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, then go out and get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers, saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or nobody. Cowards do that, and that ain't you. You're better than that. I'm always going to love you no matter what. No matter what happens, you're my son and you're my blood. You're the best thing in my life. But until you start believing in yourself, 
You ain't gonna have a life. Go say hi to your mother. <laughs> that was incredible. It was amazing. Oh my gosh. I love that. It was incredible. <laughs> he had a script. There was background he music. He had background music. <laughs> amazing. He was acting. He was he wasn't just speaking, you know. And then he's wearing a blazer. Yeah. He clearly took this audition seriously. And uh it paid off. It did. He got the part. Good job. Good job, Flash. You did wonderfully. Gosh, offspring. Yep. You got kids and and grandkids. Children of all kinds. All kinds. Other people's kids. The kids of your like pets and stuff. Oh yeah. Sam's like, dog like has pet, kids. Pet offspring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a band called Offspring. It's true. But I, I feel like we're more focusing on on the kids part. It takes a lot of trust to to let someone watch your kids. You know. That's true. Offspring are precious. Do you know who I would trust the lives of my unborn offspring with? Who? Our sponsors. <laughs> we would like to thank. Tilted Tinker, Woodcraft and Wizardry. Tilted Tinker is a company that makes woodcraft products. They make plaques with all sorts of of hilarious sayings. Lots of sarcasm and underhanded insults. All of that dry humor is mixed in with Dungeons and Dragons accessories. That's right. And everything is assembled by hand, all here in the United States. Made in the USA, and it is family-owned They are close friends of ours. That's the most I'll say. Could be anyone. Could be anyone. But they are fantastic. And we do love their products. We own many of them. I have personally purchased several items. Oh, yeah. When I get drunk, I buy a lot of their shit. It's pretty great. You can visit their website at TiltedTinker.com. You can reach out to them at info at TiltedTinker.com. They are Tilted Tinker on all their social medias. Nice. You should go and you should buy something, listener, from their website because they're awesome. Mm -hmm. And they love us just like we love you. Jacob, we also have some discount codes from Tilted Tinker. We do. They were so amazing and kind to provide exclusive three shots in promo codes for their website, which give 15% off your entire purchase. Wow. That's a big deal. It is a big deal. And they provided two promo codes. You can make your purchase using the discount code Horsica. H-O-R-S-E-I-C-A. That's horse. I-C-A. Or you can use Jacob McGuire. (laughs) Jacob is spelled J-A-C-O-B. McGuire, M-A-G-U-I-R-E. Wow. If you support Jessica more than you support me, use code Horsica. If you like me more than you like that bitch, go ahead and use Jacob McGuire. Jacob, are you in the know? I mean, I'm in the know, but I'm also in the No Republic. That's right. We are sponsored by the No Republic. They are a clothing brand who gives 20% of all proceeds to mental health awareness and suicide prevention in specifically high schools and colleges all around the United States. I didn't know that. Their clothing is unique and everything is done in-house. I heard that they ventured with a third party and that third party didn't work out. So now, that's right, everything is crafted by hand shipped with love and care. Yeah, they're an awesome company. They always give back. And you can go on their website, The No Republic. Again, that's with a K, thenorepublic.com. Great customer service too. I reached out to them with a problem and they got back to me right away. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Normally people take like, you know, like within 24 hours, but how soon did they get back? 
Four hours. Whoa. So I watched this this clip on Reddit. Yep. Uh, there was a woman, um, you know, nude. Okay. I hear there are a lot of those on Reddit. There are a lot of those on Reddit, but this one was special. So she was nude and she was showing the camera her, her butthole and her vagina. And there was a man who had a very, very pretty, very bedazzled butt plug. Okay. That he was showing the camera as well. Mm-hmm. And then he went to insert the butt plug into the woman's butt. Yes. And it entered. Right. And right when it got to the end, he kind of pushed it a little too hard. And the butthole swallowed the entire butt plug. And he, like, very quickly, like, jammed his fingers into the butthole to try to grab it. And he missed. (laughs) It was gone. So now she more than likely had to go to the emergency room to get her butt plug removed from her anus. I mean, does she? Like, wouldn't the same muscles that pulled it in... Also push it out, like when she pooped? I don't know. Is that not how that works? Coming up in a new three shots in patron exclusive. Tannis was a simple country girl looking for an escape from boring farm life. Big Al was everything she was looking for. A sexy, bad boy carnosaur from the wrong side of the food chain. Would their torrid romance tear their families apart? Wet Hot Allosaurus Summer by Lola Faust. To become a patron, go to 3shotsin.com and click the monthly subscription link. This is intended only for mature audiences. 3shotsin is not responsible for any soaked pants, green jeans, or stained seats. Listener discretion is advised. Done. We're all done with the break. I ate some naan and some hummus. It was delicious. I shared it with you. I had some naan and hummus mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Sipped delicious. some more of my water. That's right. I am very hydrated. We talked about some movies that you have to watch. A lot of movies. We won't go into detail, but Dune, The Batman. Uh-huh. Gotta watch them. Men. Men. We'll get into that one later. Mm-hmm. Hey, well, uh, Jessica, in the meantime, can you please um spin the wheel? Sure. All right. If you could erase one thing from existence and history, what would it be? Mosquitoes. Mosquitoes? Get rid of mosquitoes from existence and history? (sighs) No. I worry about the effect that would have on the ecosystem. Fine. I won't remove mosquitoes. All bad sequels. (gasps) That's kind of a lot of things, but I'm going to let it slide. Yeah. Can I get two examples of bad sequels? Yes. The Star Wars, the most recent Star Wars trilogy... Oh, those oh, are so that's... anything after the first is considered a sequel. Okay, okay. Well, it was actually they they called them the sequel trilogy. Yeah, all of those would be gone. They all count as bad sequels. They're all gone. I like that. You gave me three examples. Thank you. You're welcome. Can you name them all? Probably. Um, Star Wars, The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi. Is that what it's called? Are you asking me? Or are you telling me? I'm asking. Yeah, that's what it's called. The Last Jedi. And then the last one was Rise of Skywalker, I thought. Yeah. 
All garbage. Flushed down the toilet. Absolutely terrible movies. No longer existing. Good. Gone. Gone. See, I wanted to do a little something, you know, a little more like petty. I thought that was pretty petty. I could have said, you know, remove one thing. I would remove hunger. You know what I mean? Like starvation. I could have said something like that. We're not trying to be Miss America. Okay. (laughs) We don't need to say those kinds of things. We can say what we truly and honestly feel. That's how I feel. When, when I erase said thing from existence and history, do I still remember it? Or is it gone from me as well? I think it's gone from you too. Oh, then this that wouldn't be funny then. Okay, so then it's not. Oh, okay. Bridges. <laughs> like the science of bridges. Gone. No one knows how to make bridges anymore? Uh-uh. No more bridges. That'd be a pain in the ass for you too, man. No, I really don't go over bridges. Yeah, but- well, It now, wouldn't fuck up my day-to-day. Yeah, it would. Because now anyone who would have taken the ways that are fast because there are bridges there will have to go the same way you do. No. Yeah. No. There'll be more traffic. I'm in flat ass middle America. We've got a lot of bridges here. We have one specifically. Nah. Bridges. I think it'd be fun. You know, back, let's take it back to like, because imagine, imagine like the production of cars over the years, right? From the beginning until now, we've come a long way, but you know what we haven't really seen a big upgrade on? Ferries. Yeah. Okay. Think about it. Smart fairies. <laughs> Self-driving fairies. Yes. Um, I, I just think we can have so much cooler stuff. I just think that's a waste because you'd be removing the memory, the existence of bridges. So things would exist the way they are now, so, but there would be no bridges and no one would remember them. Right. But every time I go over a ferry, right, I take a ferry to cross like a river or some shit, mm-hmm. I'm laughing. Cause I'm like, huh. chumps. You losers could have saved like an hour and a half of time if there were a there were a bridge here. Okay. You know. So like people living on islands and stuff. Fucked. That connected to the city through bridges. Yeah, Golden just, Gate Bridge never existed. But that's just it, though. That bridges over would, like the Mississippi River gone. Don't it would exist. just you would only be able to enjoy yourself for a few years because eventually they would realize like that's how we got here. A bridge. No. Yeah, they would. Uh, the science is gone. There is, there is no way to build a bridge anymore. No, you didn't remove the way to build it. You removed bridges. And you said the science of bridges. Yeah. But that would just mean that so far there would not have existed any kind and no one would remember it. Okay, fine. But they would still be fine. on an island. I changed my think- answer then. Pyramids. <laughs> <laughs> all, all of the pyramids are gone. Don't exist anymore. Why? Everyone forgets them. Because I feel like they draw too much attention to places that I really don't care about. But why does that matter to you? I don't want to go to Egypt, but I kind of want to see the pyramids. You know, I so I have that little peak of interest. You don't want to see them. I want to see the pyramids you and I want to illegally climb them. But you never will. Right, because I don't want to go to Egypt. So what does that matter? I don't know. I don't, I don't want to go to central Mexico to see those pyramids, yeah. you know, but I, I kind of want to see them and I kind of want to climb them, but I don't want to go there. So just don't go. See, it'd be a lot easier if they just didn't exist, though. Why would that be easier? Because then I wouldn't have anything tempting me. But you would still remember them. No. Well, yes, I would. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't change anything. And then and then I could invent the first pyramid. But you, It would be a Bass Pro Shops. It would be a shit pyramid. No, it'd be great. You're a terrible builder. No, because I would be the architect, not a builder. Also, there's no like need for them anymore. But what about Bass Pro Shops? They need them. Why? Because they can because they can have pyramids yeah. also i really hate the luxor that is a hotel in uh, vegas that looks like a pyramid oh, yeah, that would i really too. hate that place so that wouldn't exist anymore 
And that's kind of a win because that would mean that Chris Angel wouldn't have a residency anymore. (laughs) Multiple wins are going down right now. Okay. I mean, whatever you want. Yeah. It's whatever I want. You don't remember. You're not even going to care. I don't care now about fucking pyramids. Perfect. I'm glad because you really won't care when I get my wish and they're all gone. But you said you wanted to do something petty. Yeah, that was it. (laughs) (laughs) But you didn't achieve anything. Oh, I didn't say I needed to achieve anything. But you also didn't take away from anybody else. Yeah, but every time I think about it, and I know I'm the only one that can think about it, it's going to make me laugh. (laughs) And that's okay with me. Wow. So all the little boys and girls whose last Make-A-Wish Foundation wish was to see a pyramid now have no wish because they have no idea. Now their wish is to meet, like, fucking John C. Riley or something. I don't know. A celebrity? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's fine. (laughs) Yeah. Come on, John C. Riley, Wolf Ferrell, showing up in my hospital. Dope. They're going to sing to me like they sang at the Catalina Wine Mixer. <laughs> and it will be glorious. Well, all right. I think we're moving into your story. We are. Thank you. So we're talking about offspring. And I wanted to find famous offspring. Now, originally I was going with like, like A-list celebrities whose kids have done some like dark shit. Oh. But it's really... Not that easy to find. I think they have a lot of money to hide that. Yeah. And get rid of it. And so there's really not a lot of information. Like some celebrities' children really did do fucked up things, but it's like kind of hush. Okay. You know, or like they have like allegation around everything that they did. Mm-hmm. So, you know, whatever. So instead I went with something a little more, with a little more meat, right? People care about this and that's serial killers. Ah. Now famous serial killers, almost all of them had sex. Yeah. And I don't know if you know anything about sex, but that leads to offspring. For a lot of them, yes. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of serial killers, famous ones, that maybe you would know the name, maybe you wouldn't, but you would know the crimes probably. Okay. uh, They did have children. They had offspring. And I'm going to give you kind of like a where are they now type of thing for some of them because- It's interesting. It's interesting. But as it turns out, you know, a lot of these serial killers' children are not actually serial killers themselves. It doesn't work like Dexter? No, it's not really genetic, as it would turn out. Huh. Yeah, but still, interesting. So, Ted Bundy. Yes. Had a daughter. Okay, and a lot of people don't know that. I don't think I knew that. I'd never heard of that. Um, her name's Rose. And so, Rose Bundy was the daughter of Ted and Carol. Mm-hmm. She was born in October of 1982. Um, and she was actually born in prison. Uh, Ted's ex-wife, Carol Ann Boone, gave birth to Rose in prison. And when she was about four or five years old, Carol and Ted Bundy got divorced. At about seven or eight years old, her father, Ted Bundy, was executed. Right. Okay. That's pretty big. Pretty pretty shocking Very in a child's life. Substantial thing to happen in a child's life, I imagine. Yeah. So Carol was described or she described her daughter Rose as being, you know, kind and intelligent. Um it was believed that Carol Ann Boone changed her last name and moved to Oklahoma and never told her daughter, Rose, about her serial killer father. And according to many sources, apparently Rose didn't find out about that for a long, long, long time. Had no idea. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but now she is an upstanding citizen and is said to have buried her mother when her mother was about 70 years old. So not much going on. She's just a regular person. Enjoying her life. Yeah, who would have thought? Good for her. Yeah. Uh, Keith Jesperson. 
Okay. Do you know what that is? No. Uh, he's also known as the Happy Face Killer. I think I've heard of that. Very interesting. Uh, killed and raped eight women in 1995. Yikes. Yes, he was a truck driver. He was known as the Happy Face Killer because he would leave his like trademark happy face near the victim or on his letters that he would send to police stations or media. Mm -hmm. He would sign everything with a happy face, including his kills. Um, so he had a daughter, Melissa Moore, and she actually, unlike Rose, Ted Bundy's daughter, Melissa Moore speaks openly about it. Oh. She's, she is very accepting that her father was a serial killer. It is Not, what it is. Kind of, she can't change her past. Yeah. Um, so she's been on several media outings. Um, she was on Oprah. And she had said that during her childhood that she had actually glimpsed her father's cruelty, saying, quote, I could hear the cat screaming as her father put her cat in a barrel, doused it with gasoline, and set it on fire. <gasps> oh, my God. Yes. So he was a little crazy. No kidding. Yeah. So Melissa, she actually wrote a book about her life, and she even hosted a television show that was called Monsters in My Family. Oh. Yeah. So, I mean, you know. Well, good for her. It sounds like she's she's in a real healthy place about yeah. it. She used that terrible thing as a stepping stone for a career, mm -hmm. which is fantastic. We would all hope that there could be some joy out of, you know, eight rapes and murders. Yeah, that's about the most you could That's basically for. the only silver lining that you're going to get from that. <laughs> right. Unfortunately. Next, do you know Gary Ridgway? That sounds familiar, but I'm not sure. The Green River Killer. Very vaguely. Okay, you gotta you gotta update your Netflix <laughs> my, documentary. My serial killer. I really don't watch serial killer documentaries. You gotta because Happy Face Killer is a great one. Green River Killer is a great one. You gotta you gotta watch these. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so he had a son, uh, Gary Ridgway. Um, so what he was uh, notorious for was he would pick up women with his son in the car with him. Oh. They would drive and he would return home without the women because something would happen to them, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, Gary Ridgway would have sexual intercourse with the women's corpses while his son was sleeping in the car. Ew, what? Yes. Um, Gary Ridgway was convicted of killing 48 people <gasps> in Washington state through the 80s and 90s. Yuck. That's right. His son, Matthew, described him as a normal father who showed up to support him at his soccer games, was very supportive, um, always encouraging him for his education and whatnot, that he has many, many, many good memories of his father, never cursed at him, never shouted, he was always there when he needed him, always given hugs and whatnot. That's nice. Yeah, little did he know that the reason why he was such a nice man is because he got all of his rage out on 40, 48 confirmed people. Oh my God. Probably more, because it's always more. But anyway, Matthew now is married, lives in California, um, and had no idea that his dad was a serial killer until, you know. He was caught. Yes. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah, pretty crazy, right? This really is crazy. This pretty fucking traumatizing. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> right? Well, it's, I'm, thankfully, we haven't, I mean, I'm sure you have someone like this on your list, but we haven't run into someone who's been like truly like irrevocably ruined by those experiences so Which far. Which is very shocking. Yeah, so far everyone seems to be handling it like really well. I, I thought when I was looking this up that I was gonna find some like 
really dark stories of like yeah. suicide or something. And I really didn't come across that. Mm-hmm. You know, pleasant surprise. Um, Joseph Callinger uh, was a schizophrenic serial killer. He was abused as a child. He eventually killed his son, his own son, for the life insurance policy. (gasps) Oh no. His other son, Michael, was one of seven children and he experienced a lot of terrible things firsthand. In 1973, Joseph, who's the serial killer, took his son Michael on a rape and murder spree. No. He would show up with his son by his side. No one would suspect a single father. Um, However, he would then, uh, once the women were inside of either his home or car or motel room or whatever, um, they were bound. And according to witnesses, apparently also involved in these crimes was Michael, the son. Although it was said that he was, quote, under the control of his father. So Michael was on probation until he was 25. They say that he has changed his name and was never seen again. So witness protection, maybe some sort of thing like that. Sure. I don't think as official, but same, same idea. Uh, and luckily his father died of a seizure in prison in 1996. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Ugh. It's gross. Oh, that poor guy. So that was, that was one of the worst ones, right? We expect terrible things to have happened to Michael, but apparently not. Well, no, either, but that's all of that is still terrible. Terrible oh, things yeah. did happen to Michael. That's awful. And no wonder he wanted to disappear. Yeah. Uh, so the next, Ward Weaver the third. He is an infamous child serial killer. That sounds very familiar. Ward Weaver the third. I'm sure we've talked about him before. So his stepson, not technically his offspring, but it's someone's offspring, Jessica. And I'm gonna take it. It's fine. Francis, Francis Weaver, uh, made headlines because of his family connection. Now, being 33 years old in Oregon, he was sentenced to life in prison for shooting a drug dealer. Edward Spangler, who was 43, um, he shot him in the face. Ah. Yes. So about a, about a decade earlier, so a decade before that happened, his stepfather uh, was doing all sorts of shenanigans. Serial killer shenanigans? Serial killer shenanigans. And... Is this the schizophrenic guy? No, this is a different guy. Oh, the last guy was schizophrenic, okay. So Francis Weaver, the, the stepson, the one yeah. we're talking about, um, he was actually hailed as a hero because he testified against his stepdad that he had abducted, raped, and murdered schoolgirls Ashley Pond and Miranda Gaddis, 12 and 13. Oh no. That's right. So he, Ward, had buried uh, corpses, the corpses underneath a concrete slab in his yard. Um, Francis, his stepson, unknowingly helped him dig the grave that would be the tomb or the the yeah. grave of these these poor girls. Yeah. Um, luckily, he was caught and was given two life sentences after he admitted to the murders in 2004. So to make this a little weirder, right? Okay. Ward Weaver the third. Mm-hmm. Right, the serial killer. Yes. So his stepson is a murderer as well, but Ward Weaver the third's father. Ward Pete Weaver Jr. also sits on death row after being found guilty of murdering a young couple about 20 years prior to his son being arrested. Wow, that's a lot of murder. Yeah, fun fact, his victims also buried underneath a concrete slab in his backyard. Which makes it sound like he's done that before. Possibly. And his son was witness to it 
and took notes. That's right. So we have two left. Next up, we have Kenny Kimes. So Kenny is the offspring. His parents, Kenneth and Sante Kimes. Okay. Sante? Santi? I don't know. I don't know. How's it spelled? S-A-N-T-E. It's in Mexico, so Sante. It's Sante. Sante. Um, So his parents were imprisoned in 1985 while living in Mexico City um, for detaining immigrant street girls in their home. No. Yes. So Sante was a known scammer and had a long list of convictions, including insurance fraud and arson. Um, But following his death in 94, his father's death, I'm sorry, in 94, Kenny took up his predecessor's mantle um, and he formed a new partnership with his mom, basically picking up where his dad couldn't anymore. So they started a vicious crime spree. They killed a lawyer, uh, Elmer Golgrim, a banker, Saeed Bilal Ahmed. They killed a socialite, Irene Silverman, a businessman, David Kasdan, and they took control of their finances and properties after they were after they murdered them. Wow. They were finally arrested in New York on an unrelated warrant because they wrote a bad check. And yeah. that's that's what got them caught for all this other stuff. Well, because they had the passports with them of the people that they murdered. Oh, yeah. oh. That's that's damning. Yeah, it doesn't look great. Um so anyway, they were tried and convicted of murder in the year 2000. Um Sante was sentenced to 120 years in prison and Kenny was sentenced to 125 years in prison. So, was Sante the That was the mom. The mom. Okay. That was the mom. She actually died in 2014. Okay. 79 years old. The last one. Oh no. The one that I was so excited to find, Yuri Chikatilo. <gasps> no. That's I knew correct. he had children. Andre Chikatilo. We talked about was that. Was Russia's most notorious serial killer. Yep. And he had Offspring. One of was his he, offspring. Is he the one called the Butcher of Rostov? Yes. The Rostov Ripper. Mm. Mm-hmm. So Yuri Chikatilo was apparently intent on continuing no. his father's oh. murderous legacy. So Chikatilo Sr., Andre, was Russia's most notorious serial killer. He was called the Rostov Ripper. Mm-hmm. He committed sexual assaults, murders, and mutilations of at least 52 women and children between 78 and 90. We know this, Yep. you've talked about this. He was sentenced to death and executed in 94. Yep. Yuri took up a life of crime. He was involved with frauds, extortions, racketeering, kidnappings, and rapes throughout his life. Yuri. And in April, 2009, he was arrested for an attempted murder in Ukraine. Apparently, someone had angered him while in the car. Ah. And so he stabbed them several times in the abdomen. Hmm. Yes. That seems disproportionate. It does seem quite disproportionate. Bit of an overreaction, maybe. Yeah, so while technically not a murderer, an attempted murderer and definitely a disgusting life of crime that he chose. Oh, yes. Like there's cool crime, you know, like embezzlement and stuff. And then... (laughs) And then okay. there's then there's gross crime, like kidnapping and rape. There's the disgusting kind of crime yeah. that there really is no gray area for. No, no. It's not cool crime, right? It's not it's not doing cocaine, you know, while <laughs> partying at the club. That's cool crime, you know? Sure. Uncool crime, mutilating 
dead bodies. It's that's the ba- that's very ba- uncool. It's a bad one. Soup. Yeah. Yeah. Frowned upon. Do you want to see a picture <laughs> of um, Yuri? Okay. Oh my god. Doesn't he look gross? He looks exact. Are you sure that's not a picture of Andre Chikatilo? That looks like Andre. Fuck, it might be. I don't know. I think that's Andre Chikatilo. I don't know because I have this other picture, and that's Andre Chikatilo. No, it's not. Hold on. Google Andre Chikatilo. We were both right and wrong. Oh. Because that is Andre Chikatilo. Okay. But also, so is that. Okay. His face has changed quite immensely. A lot. Over the years. Yes. He looks younger now than he did when he was arrested, apparently. Mm -hmm. Good for him. Good for him. Prison does wonders on the skin, apparently. Uh. Not great for the teeth, though. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. Yeah, isn't that crazy, though? So, like, just because your parent is a serial killer doesn't mean that you're going to be... But one of them was, at least. But a couple of them did some shady shit. Yeah. Yeah. Some murders and rapes and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awful. Super bleak. Terrible. Most of, most of them just live a normal life. That's, I'm really happy to hear that. Yeah. Super great news. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, look look at the the Golden, Golden State Killer. Oh, yeah. He had a whole regular family, grandkids, the whole nine. And was, he got caught because of fucking Ancestry.com. Mm-hmm. There was another, um, there's another child of a serial killer on Twitter. I just can't remember who her father was. She wrote a book and everything. Neat. I would read that book. I'd like to know. What it was like. Well, because I would imagine that you would be so utterly fucked that you would not be able to function in society without Addre- aid. You have to address it. You would need aid yeah. in some way. Not Maybe not forever, but like- there's no way. You right? need people on the outside to help you get through it. Yeah. Insane. Or, you know, just turn to a life of crime. Or just join in on the crime. Yeah. You know. That, I mean, you're still, though, pretty fucked. You're not really getting through it. Kind of just making things but worse. But I guarantee your street cred is like. Through the roof. Through the roof. Oh, dude, you see that guy? He just fucking kidnapped that, that woman. Yeah, that's Ted Bundy's son, bro. I'm imagining we're in California. Okay. And that yeah. was where he did most yeah. of his work. Yeah, bro, did you see that? Ben Jundy just fucking, <laughs> he just threw that girl in his Jeep, bro, why would, and just drove away. Why would his last name be different than Bundy? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just imagining. You didn't say like Jed Bundy? <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he wanted to change his name to not be associated. So he changed it <laughs> to, to Jundy? Yeah. Schmed. Plundy. Plundy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. Really bleak there at the end, Jake. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. But that was very interesting. You're right. Mm -hmm. That was really, really interesting. Yeah, not really spooky or whatever, but just interesting. Well, let's stop being so down and sad, Jessica. Let's spin the wheel and go up, up, up. Go ahead. You know what? You do it. I don't want to. Get the the little adrenaline rush. Go ahead. Get a rush no, go from ahead. spinning the wheel. No, go ahead and spin it. Oh. It'll it'll make your endorphins okay. raise. Okay. Okay. Have you ever thought, quote, I could have done that better, end quote. If so, what is it? What could you have done better? There are so many things. The last two seasons of Game of Thrones. Oh, you took mine. I could have done that better. I was thinking about that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I could have done that way, way, way better. There would have been a lot more death, atrocities, left and right, and a bittersweet ending. Yep. Just how it should have gone down. Mm Mm-hmm. Alien versus Predator. I could have done that way better. No, you couldn't have. Yes, I could have. Why did they make it 
into some weird brawl action movie. It should have been scary. It should have been creepy. It should have been scarier and creepier, but it was always meant to be an alien versus a predator. Lame. I could have done it better. Okay. They shouldn't have fought until the very end. True. I agree. And they fought like multiple times. Like half of M. Night Shyamalan's movies. Most of them, I feel like. Uh, 90% of them. I could have done better. Sixth Sense, masterpiece. Good for you, man. I liked that a lot. Unbreakable, great. A lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Avatar The Last Airbender, how dare you? I won't even acknowledge that that exists. Oh, it does. I know it does. The, do you remember, Um. oh, what was it? Was it called The Fog? The Mist. The Mist. Yeah. The Evil Mist. <laughs> yeah, that was a bad one. That was, that was rough. That was a bad one. That was pretty rough. That ending was wild, though. Oh, <gasps> Malignant. Oh, I malignant. could have done that better. Yeah. Anyone was- could have done that. You literally, you could have, <laughs> you could have thrown darts at a dictionary and written a better story than that. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, man. That was terrible. I hate that movie. <laughs> God. And then why did it turn into an action movie? <laughs> why was there a crazy backwards crab walking slaughter scene I, in the police station? It was why? spoiler alert. Okay. Chill. Anyway, I could have done that movie a lot better. Let me save everybody a little bit of time. If you haven't seen Malignant, don't. Just don't. No, do once. It was so bad. With the intention of picking it apart and laughing at it because that's the most fun you're going to have. Wicker Man. I could have done Wicker Man way better. (laughs) First of all, he wouldn't have, you know, gotten stung by a bee and then ran into more bees. (laughs) He wouldn't have done that in my movie. Sure. Also- my main and protagonist would not have been allergic to bees. Why was that necessary at all? Um, I don't know because it didn't even like play into the plot really. It didn't make any sense. It had no relevance. He got like really swollen when he ran into the bees in like anaphylactic shock and shit. And then in next scene, he was just fine again. No swollen. He just, like, no, his little EpiPen, remember, was in his like jacket pocket and he did nothing. He just like waited to reach for it until he was, I guess, about to pass out and then passed out before he could do anything about it. Terrible. Silly, silly. You know what? I'm going to take something that I don't really care to make it better, but I know that I could have. Okay. The Jonas Brothers movie. I've never seen it. I really don't even know for a fact if it exists, but I could have done it better. Okay. That's a weird thing to throw in there. Um, The Jonas Brothers are really in right now. Sure. And if we say Jonas Brothers enough times, maybe we'll be trending. So you want to, okay, well you go for, you, you go ahead and do that. Do what? Um, talk about the Jonas brothers. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll talk about the Jonas brothers. Okay. Um, I feel like, I feel like I could have done the black widow movie better. Well, I haven't seen it, but I would assume that that's correct. Listen, it's not even in, in post-production yet. It's it maybe they haven't even started filming, but I know that I could do the blade movie better than they're going to do it. Disney. Don't ruin Blade. And sorry if you guys are hearing it here for the first time. Yes, they are planning on making a new Blade movie now that Disney owns the IP. They couldn't even wait for Wesley Snipes to die or something. (laughs) They couldn't respect him that way. Well, maybe he's going to be in it. You never know. I really fucking hope not. (laughs) Like, I really hope he has the self-respect to be nowhere near that movie. Yeah. I, I have enough respect for him for him to not be there. Okay. He's just doing his like, you know, total gym advertisements. Is he, is that what he's doing right now? 
that was what he was known for for a minute there. Okay. Well, anyway, I mean, it sounds like you and I are very confident we could do a lot of things better, mm-hmm. specifically movies. And TV shows. And TV shows. That's right. Uh, I could have done the last season, I'm sorry, the last episode of season five of Supernatural better. Really? Yeah. It would have just cut to black? Because it would have ended. That's what <laughs> It would have, it would have just I, ended? I would have. I was like, Jessica, that was a great episode. Would have, it was amazing. <laughs> I don't I know if you have, could have done better. There's only one thing I could have improved on, You're and that was by making the show end after that. End like six seconds before it actually did. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That would have been great. You know what I would have done better? What's that? Um, the next 15 seasons of Supernatural. I would have done them far better. Is that because you wouldn't make them? Because either they wouldn't be made or it would have been a completely new show. Ah. Supernatural 2, you know? Or something different. I mean, use a different adjective. Yeah. It wouldn't be the Winchesters. Extra natural It would something. be the Berettas, you know? Sure. Or the Glocks. <laughs> <laughs> Springfields. <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. That's what it would have been. The Thompsons. Bazooka Boys. The, oh, baz- that sounds like a porno. <laughs> like just enormous dongs. Yeah, that sounds horrible. But I well, would have done it better. Don't, don't call it that then. But I would have done it better. Guaranteed. Well, everybody, obviously, you know for a fact that we could do everything better because we're amazing. We're just really smart. And if you liked what you heard, please like, rate, subscribe, and share this podcast with absolutely anyone. You can share it with your <laughs> local politicians. You can share it. Anyone you think would enjoy the show will do. Yeah, your barista. Spread the word because right now, you know, we're little babies in a giant podcast ocean and we could really use your help with that. So if you enjoy, spread it around, uh, listen with people in the car and while you're doing chores or, you know, whatever the case may be, maybe at work. Um, I mean, just wait till the boss is gone and Make sure it's someone who isn't going to tell on you because... Yeah, uh, make sure it's not some fucking narc. (laughs) But anyway... No Karens listening to our podcast. Go ahead and check out our website, threeshotsin.com. You do have to spell the word three. Don't be lazy. Spell it out. It's like five letters. Why do you always tell them not to be lazy? Five letters? Five letters. Did you have to... (laughs) (laughs) Is it five? It's five letters. Yeah. T-H-R-E-E. T-H-R-E-E. Yeah. Five letters. I was right. Why would Spell you? it out, threeshotsin.com. It's so exciting. There's so many things happening right there on that website. Mm-hmm. You can scroll for like two whole seconds and look <laughs> at so many things. And more excitingly, there are two buttons right there for you to click, for you to use your little mouse, just, just click it. One of them is a single time donation that takes you to our PayPal. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, you can give us, uh, just give us, you know, $1, say thanks for, I love your podcast. Mm-hmm. You can give us, you know, your widow's life insurance policy, just send it our way through PayPal, right? Whatever you'd like. Anything. Just just drop a little something into our internet tip jar. And if you're looking for something with a little more reward. Ooh, a little more pizzazz, maybe? A little more dazzle. Ooh. Join us on Patreon because there we do have much more to offer you. We're having a lot of fun over there, especially with uh, Three Shot Cinema. That's been great. We haven't been able to put up a new one in a while. Things but are getting, have, the closer we get to Jake's wedding, the busier it's getting. Yes, so. but we have confirmed what the next movie will be. We have, I know. I'm very excited. Yes, patrons, typically we do things by poll, but we're really trying to make sure we get this, this next Three Shot Cinema out for you guys before the season's over, which is fast approaching. So we have decided that we are watching Men 
That's right. Boys to Men. No. Nope, live not, on tour. Not that. That's not a movie. Oh. We're watching Men. Men, the 2022 horror. Yeah. I'm real excited about it. And normally I would say that we should make a poll and let our patrons decide, but our patrons like to fuck us and have us watch just the shittiest shit. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I, now don't get me wrong. We deserve a win every now and then, you know? Just, yeah. Just like a little, a little one. And you know what guys, to our patrons, we would love it if you joined us. We're going to look into options of doing some kind of like, like screen share, yeah, like an like online viewing party, type thing. Party view. Yeah. Right. That'd be fun. So we're going to see what we can do about that. We'd love for you guys to watch with us and then let us know what you thought about it so we can we can include your reviews into the Three Shot Cinema we release. Also, we are working on Three Shots In, very first Three Shots In Presents. That's correct. Casting is closed. If you didn't get your audition tape into us, that sucks. Don't be afraid to send us an audition so that we have them in our back pocket for the next Three Shots In Presents. As of right now, though, it is closed. We do have casted everybody, so. Yes, everyone has been cast. Yeah. And now it's just about getting this uh, this show on the road. That's right. That's right. It will be fantastic. We're talking a whole production, mm-hmm. voice actors, sound effects. Sound effects. Music. There will be that, too. It's Maybe we be- can even do, like, a really, like, shittily drawn cartoon that plays... You know? I mean, I won't do that. You can, if you'd like. Maybe we finger puppets. Maybe we have finger puppets acting out everything. Whatever you want to do on your time, that's on you. You go for it. Um, but yeah, it's going to be, you know, sexy and mm. edgy Whoa. And, and prehistoric penis all over the place. Oh, rawr. <laughs> rawr. I'm going to give it to you. Er. Rawr. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, um, just imagine what you just heard was something way cooler because it's going to sound a lot better than that. Yeah. It will be very funny. It's it's it's, meant, like, it's a parody. It's meant to be laughed at. It's not actual, you know, dirty porn. You can look that up on your own time. Yeah. Yeah, look that up on your own time. You can send a link to your favorite porno to jess at threeshotsin.com. Nope. No, thanks. I don't want that. It's just put in the subject line. No. Like, I don't know Mm-mm. what you love about it. Oh. And then the link. It's okay. I'm good. She wants to see him. Your favorite one. No, Jess don't. at threeshotsin.com. I don't want that. Mm-hmm. Please don't send that to me. But you know what you can send is pictures of your feet to Jake at threeshotsin.com. I won't open them. Why? And I will not look at them. Title them something he would like. Like, Jake, you're so great. I want to tell you all the reasons why. Jake, your nose is so reasonably sized. And your voice is so clear and, you know, not nasal. I like this. Jake, are my nipples the same size? You know? Sure. You know like, what I'm saying? Yeah, no, that, I would open that one. I'd be, like, I'd be like, oh, you dirty bitch. Click. <laughs> I, I want to know if they are. <laughs> Gross. Well, thank you for listening. Next week, we'll be talking about role play. Ooh. Yeah. That has potential to be gross. Oh, it's going to be gross. I think I know what I'm going to talk about, though. That's perfect. And I really hope that we get a guest or two who are going to be nothing but uncomfortable Hopefully with we the can. story that I make for them. You're going to make a story for them? I'm going to role play. You're going to role play a story? I'm 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 going to role play. Why would you do that? Maybe I'm like, you know, like a loose cannon cop who doesn't play by the rules and maybe our guest is like like a like a dirty convict who needs to be punished. Okay. I'm we're going to move on from that. I'm I don't care to unpack that even a little bit. Okay. Um that's fair. 
anyway, hopefully we can get some guests in here. We meant to do that this time around, but things just got a little busy, snuck up on us. And uh, it would be great if the next few episodes, the last few episodes of the season, we could have some of your favorite guests on here. Yeah. Hopefully we can. I've been missing Katie. I've been missing Abria. How about Hanso? Hanso. Lyle. Lyle. Dad. Dad again. I guess he's kind of been on here a lot. TJ. He'll be a last minute Luke, guest. Ricky. Mm-hmm. All of them. All of them. The whole gang. All of those. Anyway, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for joining. Come back next week for another episode of Three Shots in. <laughs> really they do it. He rides a bike into a field and discovers it's full of beehives and is horrified because he's deathly allergic to bees. So So he jumps off of his bike. He gets off of the bike throws the bike off to the side and then sprints <laughs> sprints into the bee field sprints toward the bees screaming about bees no no not the bees <laughs>